I'd like to welcome everyone to another brand new episode of Working Digital, a highly informative podcast series featuring Ted Pryor and Carrie Pryor from Greenwich Harbor Partners. Ted and Carrie, welcome to the show today. Great to have you on. Thanks, Andrew. We're happy to be here. Yeah, and uh, you know we're going into a really interesting topic, so um, let's get right into it. What damage are FANG companies doing to small media businesses in the environment we are in today? Well, they're classic either monopoly or oligopoly companies, and they are squelching competition, but the really scary thing is they're squishing innovation. And we were just out in the Bay Area talking to some entrepreneurs, and if you don't do exactly what Apple and Facebook and Google want you to do, they manage to crush you, and it's not good. Um, we're seeing that people are running scared when when Google controls when, when Google and Facebook together control. I don't know what is it, Ted? Ninety percent of the uh, digital ad dollars. That that doesn't leave a lot of room, a lot of crumbs out there, and uh, it's a fascinating time. Yeah, I would definitely think so, and it's uh, something that. Uh, a lot of smaller businesses are definitely struggling with just not being able to take as uh, as strong as a grip as some of these fang companies. Now, how are these companies setting the tone for what is expected in the digital world today? And are these small companies able to compete with them? Well, I think that if you're a small company up and coming uh, with a lot of good ideas, you need to figure out whether you're going to work with them or against them, and um, uh, that, that's the fundamental. Um, and um, of course, a lot of companies choose to work very closely with them, whether it's Amazon or whether it's uh, Facebook or Google, uh, to cooperate, collaborate, and uh, make it all work. I think that there's probably white space out there where companies can come up um, and um, compete um, and eventually be successful. Um, you know, Google displaced uh, Yahoo and AOL, and, and uh, who displaced people that came before them. Um, you know, there. You know, it remains a world where uh, technology and innovation and smart people can make their way out there. But you kind of have to decide: are you with them or are you, or are you against them? Now, are you? Would just quickly off that. Are you seeing it more difficult, you know, if you're against them? Or are you, do you still have a chance to succeed, or are you more than likely to, to collapse under the, the power of uh, those fan companies? It depends on whether you're going head-on against them. Uh, you know, social, a social media company going up against Facebook has a tough time, uh, but there are a ton of innovation going out there in terms of people providing services, um, um, Amazon provides a platform called AWS, which is uh, a platform for lots and lots of businesses. So, uh, uh, yeah, so some of these companies are platforms for innovation that businesses can build on, and other companies, uh, you know. But I think it, we're, we're at a stage where it's difficult to, uh, to compete head on with a Google at what they do well, or head on with Amazon with what they do well. Yeah, yeah definitely. Going into the last question, what type of skills do you need to be an ex- a successful executive in any of these types of companies today? I think that you need, at a minimum, an affinity of, towards technology and preferably something deeper than that. I mean, there's a reason why the kids in middle schools now are taking coding classes, right? 
Um, they, you need that basic understanding of technology. And we see it that senior executives come out of one of two pools. One, they're engineers that manage to get some expertise in marketing or sales, and they, they develop a, a more well-rounded uh, professional set, skill set than just being an engineer. And conversely, someone that has maybe an MBA in marketing needs to go and get very active with the product and become more tech-savvy through the marketing lens. Um, but those are the kinds of skills that people really, really need today. And then they need to be completely nimble because their business may be non-existent in five years and they have to be doing something else. Yeah, my, my version of that is that uh, people do need to embrace technology. One of the things we're seeing in, let's say, business uh, to services or business to business is that even that market is consumerizing. Um, uh, people who um, are, are not necessarily consumer-oriented are finding that they need to market to their customers, even at big businesses, the way they would market to consumers. So uh, at, at driven by technology, driven by social media, driven by email campaigns, uh, 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 targeting, uh, using, using um, sophisticated targeting techniques. So uh, executives need to um, embrace these, these uh, new tools for um, either maintaining relationships, developing relationships, or, um, or uh, you know, acquiring, acquiring new customers and retaining customers. Yeah, and I, yeah, I definitely agree with you there, Carrie, and um, as well with you, Ted. You know, it's just being able to adapt to the rapidly changing times, and it's really crucial that you, you are able to harness, like you said, Carrie, all that data, because you need to be able to in order to, like you mentioned, Ted, you know, maintain those relationships that you currently have, and also build new ones. Absolutely. Well, I thank you too, Ted. Pryor and Carrie Pryor for joining me on this new episode of Working Digital. And uh, that's all the time we have for you today. I'm Andrew Mitchell, and this is Working Digital. <laughs>